The title of this morning's message is For Show or To Go. For Show or To Go is the title of this morning's message. And I want to read out of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 10. And it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Everybody say, His might. And put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the cosmic powers over this present darkness and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil. Now listen, it says that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil. It didn't say if there was a day of evil. It says in the day of evil. So the day of evil is coming. I just want you to be ready for it okay so that's why he's telling us this the day of evil is coming so that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil and having done all to stand stand firm and that's where we learned about in training we stand as a pancreatus warrior a warrior who exhibits all power all the power of god has been given unto you you go forth in the authority and the name and the power of jesus christ you've been given it and so you stand like that it says stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and we've talked about that having put on the breastplate of righteousness and we talked about that and having as shoes for your feet put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace and in all circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one so we talked about the belt of truth we put that in place and now the belt of truth is the most important piece of the armor of god for your life the belt of truth is the first thing that god mentions in our attire so he mentions it in a specific order for a specific reason the belt of truth is literally this it's spiritual and it's physical it's only one of the the six deals god gave us that is actually a physical thing that you can hold in your hand the helmet of salvation is not physical thing and hold in your hand the the belt of truth is the written word of god it is the logos word of god that's what the belt of truth is you can physically hold it you can physically read it and you're supposed to physically use it and apply it to your life because when you physically use it and apply it and read it in your life then the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit where the bible says those are the word of god the revealed word of god will actually be able to function for you in every area of your life and we'll get into that here in a little bit then we talked about the breastplate of righteousness when we put on the breastplate of righteousness in in place it's made out of specific metal of brass and we know that with brass with you don't use it when there's inactivity it begins to tarnish when you do use it and there is activity brass begins to develop this neat and unique luster all to itself and begins to shine therefore the bible says let your righteousness shine forth like the noonday sun and then last week we talked about having our feet shod or ready with the gospel of peace or a readiness that comes with the gospel of peace and we noted last week it's not so much the peace of god that's so important but the god of peace when he's in place in your life the peace of god is automatically there so we begin to embrace the god of peace and put him in our life and when the god of peace is in place you won't just walk to the storm but you can literally do like jesus did walk on the water in the midst of the storm because you're walking on the peace of god in the midst of a stormy lifestyle that may be taking place and so now we're jumping into where we're at this morning and the bible says in all of these things circum excuse me in all of these circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one let's talk about the shield for a second and we know as we learned last week if God didn't call us to safe places he called us to faith places maybe if we're going to faith places we ought to take the shield of faith with us now it's important to note throughout all these messages the past three especially God did not give us a shield he gave us faith that operates as a shield 
He did not give us a breastplate. He gave us righteousness that operates as a breastplate. He didn't give us a belt. He gave us truth that operates as a belt. We must begin to get out of the mindset that we got, we got, we got armor on, but we have these attributes of God on us. He gave us faith that operates as a shield. And so let's talk about this shield just for a second. In Ephesians 6, 16, in, in all circumstances take up the shield of faith, which, which you can extinguish all the fiery darts of the evil one. And now the Romans had two shields. The Romans had two shields. The first one was called an aspis shield, an A-S-P-I-S shield. And it was literally a round shield about that round. And it was silver and it was shiny. It was ordained with things. It was nice and it was beautiful. And it was, it's the one you see in all the movies out there when you watch the movies of the gladiators and things. They have this round shield. And we think, wow, that is so awesome. They're so great. The truth of the matter is those shields were not used actual for, for actual battle. Those shields were actually used for parades, celebrations, and ceremonies. They were used for parades, celebrations, and ceremonies, and they were for show. They were just for show. In the second shield that we're going to talk about, the Thurios shield, this shield was literally, um, it, uh, the shield is called Thurios in Greek, and that term literally means a door. It was the shield about the size of a door. It was wide and it was long. And I don't know about you, but if I'm going into battle and people are shooting arrows at me all day long, I don't want a little round shield that looks like a plate. I want a door. Right? I want something that's going to protect all of me, not just part of me if I'm quick enough to get it there. And so in this, this is where I get the title of this message, is your faith for show or is your faith to go? Because a lot of Christians walk around with this bright, shiny shield that their faith is just to show. But when it comes really time for them to go, they're not ready to go because God has given us a Thurio shield. And that's what I'm going to call it throughout the rest of this message. This kind of shield that is a faith to go type shield. And I want you to begin to ask yourself this question. Is my faith for show or is my faith to go? Is my faith for show or is my faith just, or, or just for show or is my faith ready to go? And so it's so vital that the Holy Spirit showed, showed us which shield he's talking about. Because with the Thurio shield, there's a huge difference in how it was made versus the, 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 the Aspis shield. And the shield that we're going to talk about, the first part is the shield. This shield was made of six different layers of leather. Six different layers of leather that was bound and, or twined or, or weaved intricately that when they tanned it and when they began to make it into the shield, it would begin to shrink and tighten up so much that nothing could penetrate it. And so with these six layers of leather, I, I want to begin to talk to you just for a second. You need to have more than one layer of faith. You need to get past the one layer of faith that you have because a lot of us, we just stand on the saving grace faith that well, one day I'm going to heaven and I'm doing really good at barely getting by through a lost and dying world where I'm constantly be getting beat up. But praise God, one day when I get to heaven, I'm glad you got that as a foundation faith, but that shouldn't be your only level of faith that you operate in. You should add different levels to your faith, such as I got a faith in the area of healing. I got a faith in the area of deliverance. I got a faith in the area of pulling people out of captivity. And so if this area of faith and healing is compromised, you still got the faith of deliverance to pull you out of the faith that was compromised. So many people walk around with just one layer of faith that says, one day I'm going to heaven. Thank you, Lord. I'll be with Jesus. That's not a warrior that God was looking at. 
the warrior that God was looking at had this shield, a Thuriel shield that was the size of a door, basically, that had multiple levels of, uh, of, of, um, of leathers bound together so that when it was bound together and shrunk, it became strong, it became durable. And some of the terms that, that the, the people describe it with, this was an extremely durable, long-lasting, hard-wearing, and strong as steel in the making. Now listen, it's important to note this. He's talking about your faith, not a shield. He's talking about your faith, not a shield. Can these terms describe your faith? Do these terms describe your faith? Extremely durable, long-lasting, hard-wearing, and strong as steel. See, because that's what God's creating out of your faith. He didn't give you a shield. He gave you a faith that's supposed to be extremely durable, hard-wearing, long-lasting, and as strong as steel. Now, as you're beginning to hear this, some of y'all are thinking, well, my faith isn't kind of really matching what you're talking about. That's okay. Because we're fixing to get it there before the end of the message. Can I get an amen? amen? And so in this faith that God is developing, that God has given you the measure of faith, when he began to give you this, there's some characteristics about the shield that you must note. The first thing about the shield, as it is made of animal hide or leather, in the hot beating down sun, it would dry out and get extremely brittle. And if they did not take proper care of the shield, the brittleness under the pressure of battle, the shield would crack and crumble under the pressures of the battle that they were in. Have y'all ever been there with your faith? <laughs> that it cracks and crumbles under the battle. So what a Roman soldier would do every morning is when he would wake up, the first thing he would do is he would roll over and there would be a vial of oil sitting next to him. And what he would begin to do over this whole shield, the Thurio shield, the size of a door shield, he'd begin to anoint a cloth and rub it all over that leather. To keep it moist. To keep the sun from beating down on it and, and causing it to, to wear and tear in ways that it should. He would oil it down each and every morning and he would get in every crack and every crevice because he knew that if he didn't care for the shield properly in the midst of battle, it would crumble on him. It's so funny, not so funny, it's so unique that the Bible would reference the oil as the Holy Spirit all throughout the Bible. And with your faith, if you don't wake up every morning and begin to oil your faith with the Holy Spirit, when a battle time comes and you want to be battle tested, your faith will crumble if the anointing of the Holy Spirit is not on it. Your faith will begin to crumble and fall in pieces under the midst of battle without the oil of the Holy Spirit all over your faith. And so as the soldier would wake up in the morning, he would rub uh, oil all over that shield. He would get in every crack, and he would get it in every crevice. He would get it in every place so that there was no part of the shield that did, did not get anointed with oil. And after he would anoint it with oil, he would be confident that he could go forward through the day with his faith. Some of you, you say, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit 20 years ago, but I'm going to be asking you, what have you done every day since then with the oil of the Holy Spirit on your faith? Because some of us, we hear from God or the Holy Spirit touches us at one point. He didn't want it to be a one-point encounter. He wants his mercies to be new on you every morning. And he wants to anoint you every morning with the oil of gladness for your faith. See, some of you, because you haven't been oiling your faith with the oil of the Holy Spirit, you've gotten bitter. You've gotten crumbly. You've gotten to a place that pressure's now on, and you're beginning to crack under the pressure. Can I tell you, if you'll start reapplying the oil of the Holy Spirit in your life, God will re-anoint that faith. He'll make it strong, durable, lasting, hard-wearing, and strong and steel for the battle ahead. 
Some of you just need to flat out start receiving from God in the area of the Holy Spirit. The next thing that they would do is they would prepare for battle with this shield. What they would do in a time of preparation for battle is before a shield, uh, before a soldier would go into battle with this shield, after they had been taking great care of it, oiling it every day with, with the anointing oil that it was had to keep it in proper care and quality, before they would go into battle, literally, they would soak this shield as big as it was in a tub of water till it was saturated. And when it was saturated, they would pull it out. And you understand how heavy that shield would now become. You understand why there is this clip on the belt of truth that the shield would hook to. So the weight of your faith of that shield is not all on your shoulder, but it's on your whole body. Your faith will be useless unless it's hooked to the word of truth. It's going to be so heavy you can't function in it if it's not hooked to the word of truth. So in this process, when they would pull out the shield out of the water and the water would have saturated it, when they would shoot fiery darts, as the Bible says, at it, and it would hit the shield, even though it hit right where they wanted it to, it would hit and it would go, a fiery dart would smack the shield right at the top and go, fizzle out. Some of you, you're wishing that's how your faith looked. That every time the devil shot an arrow and it hit me, you'd go, this morning it can get there. This morning it can get to be like that. This morning, if you'll embrace the power of God in your life, he wants to give you this shield and he wants to put it on you in such a way that it'll be held up by his power of his word in your life out ahead of you so that when the enemy hits it with a fiery dart, it goes, and it fizzles out into nothingness. See, but God didn't give us a shield. He gave us faith that operates like a shield. This is why the Bible says you should wash yourself in the washing of the water of the word. Just as the Roman soldier would dip that shield into water and get it saturated, you ought to be so saturated with the word of God that when somebody sucker punches you, all you get back is love and scripture. You should be so saturated in the word of God that when a fiery dart hits you, all they get out is the word. You should be so saturated with the word of God that whenever uh, an explosion happened that you weren't expecting, whenever the car breaks down, that you weren't planning on it breaking down, and nobody ever plans on a car breaking down. Can I get an amen? And and if something goes wrong in your house, you don't say praise God for it. You say, I'm going to praise God in the midst of it. Because you're so saturated in the word. See, the problem is the darts, many times, if it's not saturated in the Word, will do the very thing that the water was for. The darts will get us off the Word and into emotion. And once you get moving out of the realm of faith, you wonder why you get killed. Because some of you, because you hadn't been taking care of your shield with the oil, you become bitter and you're, now you're crumbling. And now you hadn't been soaking it in the water of the Word and you're holding it up. And now that it's crumbling... And then now it's caught fire, you get an emotion, and you throw the faith away. It's like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And all along, God said, where's the faith? There have been times in my life and in my wife's life when we reacted instead of responded in faith. But then we've talked about how we've grown and spiritually matured over the years and how it's nice to begin to respond in faith as a married couple. It's nice when an attack comes and we see it coming and we get hit with it and it it sets us back maybe a step or two, but we don't drop our faith. We don't drop that shield because we know that shield is the only thing that's going to get us through to the other side. We know that shield is the protecting of God on our life. Our faith is the only thing that's going to keep us moving forward and get us to the place where God has called us to be. Some of you in your life would see dramatic differences if you would just wake up and take proper care of your shield in the morning. Say, God, anoint me with the Holy Ghost and with power today and fill me with your word as I read the scriptures so I can go through the day like you would have me go through the day. Some of you, your problem is not that the attack's coming. Your problem is just shield maintenance. Your issue is faith maintenance. 
and you wonder why your faith ain't working and your faith is crumbling, it's because it doesn't have the oil and it hadn't been filled with the water. Everybody say oil. Everybody say water. You need to pray for it every day. Pray for the oil. Pray for the water every day when you wake up. The first thing a soldier would do when he would wake up is anoint his shield with oil. Before he would ever think about going into battle, and by the time you walk into your workplace, you've already been through five of them. <laughs> he wouldn't think about going into battle without having his shield soaked in the water. So the fiery darts would uh, crumble before them. That's just the preface of the message, by the way. We're about to get into the message if you're ready. Are you ready? We're fixing to get to the good stuff now. Y'all, that was just shield maintenance. That's like checking the oil in your car before you go on a trip, amen? I mean, that's all that was. The Bible says in the King James Version, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And notice it says all the fiery darts, not just some of them. It says all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And it says above all. And that term above all in the Greek literally means uh, it's epi pisan. Epi pisan is what it means. And it, it means above all. Now this is a positional term. It's not a term of rank where people have read it in the past. And it says above all. That means faith in the shield needs to be number one. No, the word of God firmly in place on the belt of truth is always number one because nothing works without the written word of God in place the Bible says God upholds the whole universe by his powerful word not by his powerful faith so the word must be in place first so when it's saying above all it's not talking about rank faith is number one when it's saying above all it's talking positionally you must begin to have a faith that covers all the faith that God is talking about is not this little shield that's for show, but it's a faith that is truly ready to go, and it covers all. And now here's the thing about a faith that covers all. This faith that covers all, it, literally people have always thought about the shield as a defensive weapon. The shield is not a defensive weapon. The shield is an offensive weapon. Because when you're going into battle, most Christians run to battle like this. You got your shield, your sword. Ah! You know how you did when you were three? Right, you got, a, you got your first Ninja Turtle sword, and you got a shield, and you run around just like a crazy person. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Say amen if you know what I'm talking about. Y'all are like, I can't admit to laughing like that because that's how I look spiritually. The shield is such an offensive weapon. It is so powerful because this shield that's the size of a door, when you get in the regiment that you're in, let's say it's 10 guys wide and 10 guys deep, you got this perfect square, you would have the shield going forward, and they would walk forward behind the shield. They would never get out in front of the shield. They'd walk forward behind the shield. When they encountered contact, they would pull the shield, strike, put the shield back. Did y'all get that? Some of y'all running like this just because it looks cool in the movies you saw. When the true soldiers would walk like this, braced with their back leg braced, moving forward, pushing the enemy back, strike, strike. Did y'all get that? Do you want me to do it this way so this side can see it? You move forward like this, and you strike, put it back, strike, Put it back, never breaking rank. So you move forward in faith. And listen, they couldn't see the whole enemy. They could just see little snippets of them because the shield covered all of them. When they experienced pressure from the other side or a force penetrating from the other side, they would know to strike and put it back and strike and put it back. You always walk behind your faith. You walk with faith leaning forward. You walk by faith and not by sight. That's what he's saying. You walk with a faith that's leading you. And when you stay behind it, you're going to stay fully covered. It's when you get in emotion and break rank that not only you're in danger, but the whole team is in danger. The whole force is in danger. Soldiers were so well disciplined in not breaking rank that they would begin to move together as a finely unison team. And they would, when the archers would come, they would call out, all of them together. 
It's like a big blanket above them. Nothing's getting through. Set all the fiery darts of the evil one. Coming at you with swords and spears. Nothing's getting through. Watch how God intended your faith to work. He didn't give you a shield. He gave you faith that operates like that shield that I'm just talking about. So when it says above all, it's talking positionally. It's not talking about rank and order. So he says above all or leading out. Above all, have your faith going first. Be led by faith. Then it talks about grabbing hold. And it says above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able. Taking the shield of faith with which you will be able. Now this term take in the Greek is made up of two words. It's Anna and Lombano. Anna means up. Lombano means to take again. That's a key word. Lombano means to take again. So literally, Anna Lombano means to take up again. When you wake up in the morning, you should take up again. Because when they would sleep at night, they literally could have laid the shield over them and cover them all night long. So the protection was there at night, but when they got up in the morning, they had to take up again. Some of you have let your faith lay down. It's time to take your faith up again. It's time when you started believing God three years ago for that healing in your life, and after about six months you didn't see it, you laid it down and you begin to walk away. Don't lay down your faith. The Bible says take it up again. You've been trusting God in the area of my tithe this year. You've been given on purpose. You've been given with a purpose, and you hadn't experienced nothing, but all you've experienced was pressure on the other side, but you're still leading by faith. Take it up again. Do not let it down. Hold your faith up. That term literally means take up again on a daily basis your faith and walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. And so that term means to take up again, but then it says with which you will be able. Now that doesn't sound like very much. You will be able. It's like, oh, that's so neat. No, it says you will be able. That term in the Greek literally means dunamis. That term dunamis is where we get our term dynamite from. So it says you're going to be able to walk around with a power that you take up with faith like dynamite. Oh, see, some of y'all should have thought that for your marriage. Some of you should get that concept of your marriage. Baby, we're picking up a faith like dynamite and let's do this. He said, above all, covering all have faith like dynamite come on man y'all know you never heard that before growing up in school your Sunday school class never taught you that part have a faith like dynamite as you're moving forward it says above all taking up the shield with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one now that term to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one you get into the arrows that he was talking about the arrows that he was talking about there are three different types of arrows that they used in battle you had regular arrows that, you know, the bow and arrow, you see them all the time. Millions of them be shot at once. The archers just launch them, just barrage of them coming down. Shield, knock them off, go back to work. Knock them off, go back to work. Okay? Y'all are handling small problems. Faith is up. We're working. We're operating. Then there were things called tar-dipped arrows that they would light on fire. And they're fire arrows. And they would shoot them. You could see those coming from a mile away. They were dangerous, but they could hold the shield up in, and it fizzle and just knock them off. But then there was something that they had, their genius people, they came up with something called fiery darts. And they would make an arrow out of cane or reed that was hollow in the middle. They would put a sharp end on the one end and close it off. And then they would fill it with combustible liquids like gasoline or something that when it struck and a spark would fly, they would boom, explode on contact. And from a distance, you couldn't see them coming because they looked like a regular arrow. But when they struck it, it's boom, and it exploded everywhere. And the fire, see, in your life a lot of times, if you're not paying attention, 
and you're not really looking, everything looks just like a normal arrow. But sometimes you encounter these problems that just seem to like explode on the scene. I mean, you've been going along, life's been good, and then all of a sudden, boom, everything blows up. We've been going along good, and then everything starts falling apart. It's like, boom, you got a faith that's like dynamite, that when that arrow hits it, and it explodes and fire bursts out everywhere. Because it's so anointed with oil and water soaked, they still can't penetrate even through the, even the strongest and biggest explosion could not penetrate through that shield, which is our faith. In your life, you're going to have explosions happen. You're going to have blow-ups happen. It just said, when the day of evil comes. That means he's telling you to be ready for it. That means when the bad times happen, be ready for it. I'm so glad it turned to the year 2015 to get past every explosion that happened in 2014 in my life. But through it all, even though our, field, our shields were battle-tested and it seemed like they were going to get dry at times, God was so faithful and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the constant washing in the water of the Word of God, even in the midst when we wanted to quit, God said, don't quit on this faith. When we wanted to stop, He said, don't stop on this faith. Keep pressing forward. And you know, if there would have ever been a day that we would have quit and we would have let the enemy run over us, we, oh, it would have been devastating. But God said, I'm bringing it. Stay with me. And we stayed in formation. And we walk forward as a church, and we press forward as a church through trial after trial after trial last year, and eventually we broke through the other side, and God began to do the miraculous. God began to see dynamite faith go in the other direction. When the explosions hit us, it like reverberated back on them. And it's a faith that is an offensive weapon penetrating and moving forward. And then once we started seeing movement going forward, it's like strike, move forward, hit, strike, move forward, hit, strike, move forward. And in unison, it just began to work. And it began to happen. And God wants you to get in on this army that keeps moving forward and striking, that moves forward and striking. And there are times when it slowed us down, but we will never stop because we will continue to walk behind the shield that God has given us, which is our faith. And it's time that we have a faith that's not for show, but we have a faith that's ready to go. It's time that we develop a faith that says, I'm not stopping. A faith that doesn't just look at a mountain, a faith that starts talking to mountains. A faith that doesn't look at a sea that's windy, but starts walking on the sea that's windy. Now listen, the shield had a bunch of uses. When it was rainy, they could use it for cover. It's that big of a shield. It's like a door. When somebody was injured, they could literally use it as, 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 as something to carry people on. It was that strong. So they could use it as covering, they could use it as a door. When the, rough, when the train was rocky, they could use it as a fat, flat place to do work or whatever they needed to do. It had many uses, had one purpose. Your faith has many uses to bring healing, to bring health, to bring wholeness, to bring the word of God, to move forward in the body of Christ. It has many uses, but it has one purpose, and that is to extinguish or put out the work of the devil. That's what your faith is for. Jesus said in the beginning of the series, I have come to destroy the works of the devil. He said, your faith has one purpose, and that's to hold it out here and put out all the fiery darts of the evil one. That's its purpose. So you can use your faith for a bunch of stuff, and God wants us to. The purpose of it remains the same, to advance the kingdom of God, to put out the works of the enemy. In that, we'll see faith used to heal people. We'll see faith used to restore marriages. We'll see faith used to get kids out of, out of mental disabilities into a place of proper learning. We'll see, uh, we'll see faith um, watch people remove addictions and, and alcoholisms and, and all the other junk and depressions and everything from people. We'll see faith do all this stuff because the purpose of it is going forward. Do you want a faith that's just for show or do you want a faith that is ready to go?